The Frequency 49 show is brought to you by Niner Empire GB. Welcome to the Frequency 49 show. I'm Kat Victorino, and with me today are Rob Newell and James Little. Good evening, gents. Good evening. Good evening, Kat. The final home game of the season was a test against playoff-bound Jacksonville Jaguars, and the 49ers passed that test with flying colors. The Niners beat the Jaguars 44-33 in a score that has never been a final in the NFL until Sunday. Um, So... Uh, what are we thinking, boys? Do we need to get this uh, this quarterback signed? <laughs> Just a bit. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's going to get done. No questions. That is going to get done. Give him whatever he wants. It really, really is. It's as simple as that. Um, it, to me, and it's still early days, um, it's it's a stroke of genius getting this lad he, um, he just looks so ready to be a franchise quarterback. He's just absolutely transformed the team. You can't believe the difference in the team. And, you know, we've got the same guys on the team, except for this new quarterback. Uh, oh, OK, there's a couple of additions. Day on the defensive line, who impressed me a lot. Um, Sheldon Day, I think his name is. He used to be a Jaguar. Um, but, yeah, just the, the big difference, it's Jimmy G, isn't it? It really, really is. Just his presence. I mean, we've 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 all we all admired that first to death, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, it's just brilliant. Um, I, I was such an absolute pleasure watching that game, uh, and they're the number one defense in the league. Uh, and you know, you said we passed the test with flying colors. We really did. Um, we had so many performances across the board. I mean, Carlos Hyde. It's I know. Well, Rob's back with us. Um, <laughs> I've all season. Yes, no. Yes, no. Um, you know they all perform. Carlos, what twenty-one carries, fifty-four yards, one touchdown. He always gets them touchdowns, and he? he always does seem to get the touchdown after giving that. Um, he just he has scored a lot of touchdowns for us. Um, yeah, it just I was just impressed. It's again though. It's bringing it up, but it's the way he spread the receivers. Um, you know. Who he was throwing to? Use check suddenly since Jimmy Garoppolo's been on our team. Looks like the fullback that we signed. He's getting used. Um, he's playing brilliantly himself. So it's done him the world of good. I think he'll stay with us now. I think the you know as said early on in the season he wasn't getting used and he was caught. You know he was put a bit of dead wood, um, dead weight rather dead wood. Um, so yeah, I was just I was just chuffed. It was brilliant. It was a brilliant Christmas Eve. I mean, I, I went to the in, I went to the in-laws, come back and watch the game because you know we've got I haven't got many games left, uh, and I was in the game day thread having a thoroughly enjoyable time with everyone. It was just yeah, it was just a really enjoyable experience. It's, it's such a nice thing to have a team playing so well again. Uh, it's just all positive. It really is. What a great way to end the season. Um, I I just wish we had another ten games ahead of us to really see what this team could do. It's really exciting for next year, it really is. It certainly is. Um, I think the first thing we need to say also is congratulations to Jacksonville for getting into the playoffs and sealing that division. I know it's through default through the Titans losing again, but it's been a long time since Jacksonville have been in the playoffs. So congratulations to them, and we beat them. So even better. <laughs> Um, as James said, they are the number one defense, and you could, looking at the 
the roster they've got there, you can see why they're the number one defense. And yet, Kyle Shanahan, when you give him a quarterback, you're beginning to see the real Kyle Shanahan. We were questioning at times perhaps what Kyle was doing. But, we, but anyway, that was when he had Brian Hoyer and CJ Beathard. And when he's got a court, an actual quarterback, Kyle Shanahan looks like the coach we thought we were hiring. And I think credit goes, has to go to, to Kyle for the game plans he's put together. And also a shout out to George Kittle because I think he's now caught the ball <laughs> in every single game he's played. Who? Who? Neil Reynolds? <laughs> Who's George Kittle? Uh, the, it's all right, Kat. The, there's a, a UK, the guy who presents the NFL coverage for Sky Sports over in the UK uh, during the first quarter was like talking about our team uh, in, well, he's not derogatively. I mean, he's supposed to be neutral, but he was just like, you know, they've got guys like George Kittle. <laughs> Who's George Kittle? <laughs> and then half an hour later, he goes and scores a uh, touchdown. So that's who George Kittle is. There you go. I had to get that in there, Rob. So it was a big gripe of mine. I mean, I've been watching it on Game Pass all season. Because it was on uh, the main sports channel uh, for the NFL in the UK here, I watched it on that channel. And I... uh, I don't, I'm glad I don't have to do that every week. Let's put it like that. But no, you are right, George Kittle. It's it's just the confidence and how much other players have improved around, you know, the significant addition of Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and it was brought up with, you know, I said and um, commented on, um, I think it was Steve Panda Richardson's uh, comment about, and I said, do you remember when everyone was calling for an offensive coordinator? We should hire an offensive coordinator too much. Uh, I think, if I'm honest, I think that question's been answered. He might, they may well do it in order to, uh, if he can get someone up to scratch with the system, then okay. But I don't think there's, there should be calls for it. I mean, it's, we are seeing the offensive mind that has been hailed so much in the league come into fruition now because he's got the quarterback who's capable of making the plays. We also need to shout out to Brian Davis. Um, BD was the one who'd been saying during our long losing streak, we are one quarterback away from winning these games. And he's right. Look at the difference now that we actually have a quarterback who's a good quarterback who makes everybody around him that much better. And we're just winning games. Yeah. Spot on. Spot on. Brian did indeed state that. And he's right. He really is. And he's also doing it without the the strongest cast that he could have because we haven't got Pierre Garçon out there. He would be our, in air quotes, number one receiver. Now, Marquise Goodwin has come into his own and made some great catches early on to set the pace for that offense in the first half. But um, but if you look at that receiving core, it's not going to set anybody sort of running the other way in fear, is it, on paper? But, um, But Jimmy's getting the best out of him. And like you said before, James, he's spreading that ball around. He's changing plays at the line of scrimmage where he needs to. And, and yeah. this, is, well, this is only after what, what five get what, was it four games now he's played with Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. give him a full preseason to learn that system inside out. Look at what Matt Ryan did in the second season under Shanahan. You've got to think Jimmy's on for a very good year next year. Yeah. Well, and looking at some of these stats, Garoppolo went 21 for 30, 242 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He closed that game with a 125.4 quarterback rating. That's his highest this year. Bortles, who had been on this real run lately, was 32 for 50, 382 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, a 75.6 quarterback rating. 
I really got the sense watching this game that the Jaguars had already looked past us to mm-hmm. their next game and preparing for the playoffs. Yeah, you, that is a point, but I still, you know, they didn't let us win by any stretch of the imagination, did they? But They did I wake could, up. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, oh, there was that bit of scariness near the end going, oh, no, really? No, but we hung in there and uh, we got the win. But, yeah, I mean, from, from the Bortles' point of view, I mean, he's had a lot of questions asked about him, went on this run, and then, of course, the game against us will only raise questions about him further. Uh, you know, <laughs> the teams that we've played with, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, and won, all of them, uh, I do, you know, I thought, imagine if they had him, but <laughs> they haven't, we've got him. That's yeah. the best thing. Uh. But just a note on uh, Goodwin, I mean, I'm becoming a really big fan of that lad. Um, he's just, I think it might be a confidence thing, but solid hands. Uh, there was a, I don't think it was him, but it's, it's an example of um, Garoppolo being able to thread the ball when it was, it must have been like half an inch away from it. Yeah, it was to Taylor, it was, I think. But it's just the confidence he's given all the receivers. In you know, they're not dropping passes like they were with Brian Hoyer. Don't know whether it's because the ball's been thrown more accurate or to their hands. That's probably a degree of it. But And again, it could be a confidence thing. But Goodwin's coming into his own. He really is. Um, I don't think he's going to be our number one receiver. But he's going to be a great... He is at the minute, obviously. But um, he's, he's going to be, be a great, great number two. Yeah, he really is. And I think Taylor making the slot position his own. Uh, looking to him on third downs, the third down efficiency is brilliant. It was a big source of frustration was this three and out. And, you know, we, we see the hashtags banded around on the comments. We we, used, we want sevens, not threes. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's all coming together. It really is. Uh, I didn't expect it to come together quite as much as it has this season. But, you know, I think my prediction originally was like eight and then I dropped it to six um, in games winning this season. But yeah, it's just a great run. Uh, it's going to just make the fan base and everything around so buoyant for the off season. It's not going to be doom and gloom. Oh, we, we are hurting our, you know, our draft pick, the height of our draft pick. But, you know, if they, I'm trusting these guys who've gone out and got Jimmy Garoppolo by trade to pick brilliantly in the draft. I mean, the, the picks that they chose last year have done, you know, well. I mean, I know Breda, <laughs> contradicting myself, but Breda was an undrafted free agent. He's performing brilliant, but they identified him and brought him into the team. So I'm just completely in trust of the whole process. John Lynch was down there at the tower gate as well. You wouldn't have seen his predecessor do anything like that. So it's all just, it's so positive. It's brilliant. Um, and it's just payback, really, for the faithful, you know, hanging in there. So... Yeah, it's, it's good times, it really is. But um, it was just, yeah, on reflection for the whole game and the way we're playing at the minute, it's brilliant, positive. Brick by brick, I think, is what they're saying. But at the minute, I think we're putting two bricks down at a time. So, yeah, it's just brilliant. The Jimmy G thing isn't just his performance, though. Those stats, as good as they are, and was it 1,000 yards in four games he's now thrown for? Or mm-hmm. Something like that. But um, Have you seen the Michael Silver? report or interview he did after the game with Joe Staley no he was saying that Joe Staley came off the field on Saturday running from ear to ear and he said what's going on he said it's football's fun again and it's all, that's because of Jimmy mm. and I think I've read the, the transcript 
I think I read the transcript of that. I don't think I saw any video of it, but yeah, well, the, well but it's I, just what he does on in the past is what he's, yeah. the effect of Jimmy in that huddle and the belief that players have got in him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's bringing them all up to his level rather than being yeah. the other quarterbacks being brought down to. Well, and, and speaking level. of Staley, Staley has really played these last few games like he's five years younger. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The whole offensive yeah, no. line deserves credit, to be honest. They've been, you know, they've been the thorn in our side. Uh, and I've said, I've said a few times, I wouldn't really wouldn't mind, you know, them all going. But they they do deserve massive credit. I think they do, they've done a great job. Oh, it's, it's I think the confidence in the football is fun and the impact of Garoppolo is the re, well, it is the reason, isn't it, why they're suddenly performing so well and they're coming off the field brimming. It has an effect on both sides of the ball as well. The defense, you know, Jimmy was patting them. He's there on the sideline shouting, encouraging them. It's it's really is. I mean, he's learned from Tom Brady, who is you know a leader. Uh, he's come from a winning team with a winning mentality, so it's made it's really made a big difference. Um, I think he's just, oh, I don't, yeah, he's just brilliant. <laughs> so let's really just is. spend a couple more minutes on the offense. Um, they had 26 first downs. They were 10 for 15 in third downs, 66% efficiency in third down conversions. Total offensive yards were 369, 131 rushing, 238 passing. This was the first game in the last four games that the Niners did not win the time of possession, but they lost it just barely. The Niners Mm -hmm. had 29 minutes, 11 seconds, and the Jaguars had 30 minutes and 49 seconds. But here's what I really got excited about with this last game. I sent you guys some stats Um, on the defense. The defense, we had three INTs last week. That was so cool, including my pick six. Thank you, Johnson. <laughs> yeah, it was for you. That was for you, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Colbert had six tackles. Foster had five tackles. Hall had five tackles. Johnson had five tackles and one assist. Thomas had five tackles, one assist, and one sack. I'd like to see a few more sacks. Um, Eric Reed had five tackles. I mean, they were all really playing on point, and they weren't on the field all game long. Mm-hmm. Well, that helps, yeah. doesn't it? Does help. Well, the rest is thing. Mr. Mr. Baltos is probably very pleased that he's not going to be seeing DeForest Buckner for a while, because <laughs> <laughs> he was steam was soaring through, taking up two or three men every time he went through the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a number of times he he got away with a couple of would be fumbles because Buckner was on him. Mm-hmm. And that hand as it was coming through, and the, the refs tried to call the fumble a couple of times, but, but Buckner made a big impact. And when he wasn't there, your your favourite James was flying through making tackles. He was indeed brilliant. Uh, he's he's not brit. Well, I was not going to say brittle, but he seems to be getting knocked about a lot. I mean, I know it's the position he plays, and it's the way he plays, he's playing brilliantly, but. I do, you know, I just want him to stay fit and carry on performing the way he is because he went off for a short period of time and every he does it seems to do this every game, seems to get a bit knocked up, banged up on the pitch uh, and goes off for a short time. But if that helps him come back and perform the way he is, then by all means have, you know, have a rest um, during, you know, during the game. <laughs> if it's going to help him, do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. So, but he, yeah, I mean, Colbert is been a bit of a star for me as well he's all of a sudden the past I think for Colbert was the past eight games I would say he's suddenly started to perform but it's just the you know they're all they must well 
you've got to say by now, and it, I think it's evident that um, the you know they they are, they all know the plays very well. They they're getting familiarity with each other. Like you said, Rob, just imagine what these guys are going to be like when they're getting off season together. Um, you know, it's, it's going to just progress further, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, the as the interceptions, really good to see. I don't how many, I don't know the stat of how many interceptions we've had this season. I don't think we've had a lot, have we? I don't so, think we have. No, it seems to me from you know previous seasons, um, it doesn't has yeah. It seems to me like we haven't had a lot of interceptions. So to get three in one game is brilliant. Johnson's pick six was just brilliant. Uh, we haven't seen that in a very long time, so it was, that was good to see. Um, and Buckner, I think uh, I think with Buckner, I think the same is going to happen with Thomas. I think we are going to see him next season come on, and we need, we when we get these two guys together. Uh, I think they're on about move, moving him back inside a bit more, aren't they? I'm reading something, depending on what obviously what happens with free agency in the draft and being able to move these pe- these guys, these pieces around. Um, but, we, you know, if we get Thomas performing like Butner is at the minute, both of them at the same time, it's absolutely frightening. It really will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's uh, it's very good. Both sides of the ball are playing brilliantly. It was a bit of a frustration earlier in the season when we seemed to have one side of the ball turn up for a game and then the other side didn't. We had that for about three or four games, if I, if I remember rightly. So to have them both play brilliantly and against a really good team that's just, you know, just made the playoffs. So I've just yeah. looked it up. Our defense is tied for 11th. We've got 10 interceptions and 13 fumbles forced this season. Okay. Yeah, let's I think that's where I, where I thought we was. Um, I think we're going to get. I think we'll be higher up that next season, depending on what they do. I do. I think the cornerback position is the. Uh, There's quite a significant improvement on last season, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he he knew this team. That was the thing. He's their linebacker coach last season, wasn't he? So I do think that helped us big time um, with knowing, you know, knowing the Jacksonville team. And he knew that all those players that were playing on that team, probably a couple he didn't know, but he was very familiar, which helped us. But that's just the way it works in the league. You, you sign guys and from other te- that have worked on other teams. You're going to use that knowledge, aren't you? So there's a big thing I was reading earlier about James Harrison going to the Patriots from the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, and the knowledge he's going to take of the Steelers, if the Patri- you know, if the Patriots were to meet them in the, uh, in the playoffs, etc. how much that's, I'm sure that is going to help them. So it's just something that happens in the NFL and it seemed to work massively in our favor against the Jaguars. So, yeah. Well, what's he going to tell him though? To be honest, like Ben's going to throw it to Antonio Brown or hand it off to Levy and Bell. I mean, <laughs> we all know what's going to happen with the Steelers. Yeah. Stop it somehow. <laughs> yeah. So we still have concerns about the penalties, though. The Niners were eight penalties for 68 yards. Uh, do you think that's something that's going to get cleaned up in the off season? I hope so. I really do. It's it's my one big gripe with the team still uh, is the discipline. It cost us in a, a couple of occasions that game, didn't it? Giving them automatic first downs. Uh, we seem to do it every game. Uh, we are getting a little bit better, I think. I mean, they, they had Jacksonville had quite a few flags thrown on them. So whether that threw me off, what you know, with our penalties, whether that distracted me or not, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it, it's got to get better, hasn't it? Really, otherwise, there's a discipline this- question. 
this stat is really only the penalties that were accepted that the team was actually penalized for. This does not count any mm-hmm. penalties that were turned down by the by the opposing team. So mm-hmm. there was one that uh, oh, there was one they couldn't challenge as well, wasn't there? He was yeah. going to challenge the play. I forget. I forget what the actual play was, but yeah. So yeah, it it will get better. It's got to get better, hasn't it? Otherwise, it, there'll just be the constant discipline question, which is coaches and you know the head coach and that won't want that question being asked all the time will they so they'll want they'll want to get it sorted it feels like it's an area that john lynch will will address there right man to do it i think he's been spot on with everything he's done so far yep they may just trust him in the the process they've got but winning will also help cover all that up too yeah Yeah. last time we had a player nominated for player of the week on offense and defense in the same week it's been a long time. Probably, t- yeah. Follow on Thomas and Jimmy G this week. We're, That's we're, awesome. Yeah, and did uh, didn't Robbie Gore get the special teams one as well? Last week he did. Last week, okay. Well, he's yeah. reliable as ever. Um, he, he didn't get the seven field goals I called for, did he? <laughs> I'll take the touchdowns over the seven field goals any day of the week. <laughs> yes, no. Well, we're still seven of something. People want seven. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so we got a couple questions from the group. Um, some of them we've really have, have answered before, but I'll, I'm going to go ahead and throw them out there again. Uh, Steve, Steve Panda Richardson. Hi, Steve. How many people awoke their family neighbors when they saw the Matt Breda score at the end of the game? <laughs> I Well, I didn't because it was mid-afternoon here. So I've got a story about that. Oh, well, let's <laughs> so, hear it. So I was sitting watching the game on the edge of my sofa and just below my sofa is an extension lead with various plugs plugged in and it seemed to have slipped out slightly through the progress i don't know through the night and plugged into it is one of those uh with air wick you know where you put the little wax molds in and it turns you know from a wax to a liquid so i've jumped up to celebrate that hooked my foot and said extension lead and flung it across the living room (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there was wax everywhere. Thankfully, I was in the house on my own. I mean, she knows about it now because I've had to show the carpet. And thankfully, we're getting new carpets, so it's fine. <laughs> but, but I was like, yeah, oh, no, yeah. Oh. I, was like, no, I didn't care. I really didn't care. But, yeah. So never mind waking the neighbours. I was trashing me. Well, trying to attempting to burn my own house down. So, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think so. I think I... I think everybody around here would have known about that. Well, they wouldn't have known what I was watching. They possibly, yeah. So I was, I was, uh, yeah, I was trying to burn my own house down at the same time. So yeah, I, uh, in answer to that, wasn't just waking the neighbours. I was just sort of trying to, uh, just trying, to sub- trying to trash the house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think most people would have woken up their neighbours, how if it wasn't Christmas morning already. <laughs> yeah. Up. Would have been that, but I think it's fair to say there was a few disturbances. <laughs> <laughs> so Jason Argo asks, "What will we address in the draft as our as our pick is now falling with every week?" I they can't believe. Yeah, I agree, Rob. Yeah. I agree. Go and get him. Go and get Barkley. Uh, I think Deepak agrees as well. Seeing Deepak commenting on things, uh, that's the feeling amongst the fans. Is go and get Barkley. With Do you think falling, will fall that far, though? No, this is this is my fear. Um, you got to think the first three or four picks are going to be quarterbacks. So. 
hopefully, hopefully, but you never know, do you, with these things? This is it. I mean, these things get analysed and spoken about so much, and there's there's so many mock drafts that get done, but it's really not beyond anything to be, a, a, you know, surprised in the draft, especially if, you know, you would expect them to be quarterbacks, but, of course, the Browns could do anything, couldn't they? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I hope he does. I was going to say, looking at Mr. Lynch traded back into the first round to get Ruben Foster again last year, mm-hmm. even though we're now falling down the draft order a bit. I wouldn't be surprised if they really wanted someone to see him move back up. And Carl's talking about not running out of running back in the first round. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that could just be throwing us off the scent, obviously, and they could be going offensive line. But. Well, and he they could also, you know, pull what they did last year where they traded, da- traded down to get additional picks to pick up more O-line. Yeah. Well, we got got see the forgotten man, Joshua Garnett. Don't forget, he's coming back. He was the first round offensive line pick, wasn't he? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't call it. I I want Barkley. I think he's a game changer. I think he'll have the impact on our team like uh, Zeke Elliott has on the Cowboys. I really do think that we'll have, you know, that one-two offensive punch of quarterback and running back. Uh, and I think we can address the wide receiver position in free agency. I think we've got a hunt from memory, 117 million yes. cap space, top of the board, more than the Browns, more than... So it's exciting times. So I really think between the draft and free agency, we, we will be very, we'll be a very happy fan base. Um, and I think we all trust in John Lynch and Carl Shanahan and their team to get it right. I think I think really do think they will. But I, my personal pick is Barkley. I think that's the agency thing is a big point because most of that happens before the draft. Yep. And by having a quarterback now, there's going to be offensive players who want to come and play for Kyle Shanahan with Jimmy G that perhaps wouldn't have been as keen five games ago. Yep, that's true. Very so, true. That, I mean, that could well impact then on what, what we do in the draft and maybe we look at secondary instead or another defensive piece if we can get offensive from his free agents receivers out there who mm-hmm. could be worth taking a look at. Perhaps the uh, upturn in form has come at the perfect time for everyone, really. Um, like you say, that they, it's going to be very attractive. But wide, you know, just for instance, wide receivers are going to want to come and play with this guy, aren't they? So, yeah, it's it's exciting times. Rob's right. Free agency comes before the draft, mm-hmm. so that'll have that'll have an impact. Yeah, that'll have an impact on it. So, to pick it, but I say my personal pick would be Barkley as it stands. We'll see what free agency brings. So if the Browns do get the first pick in the draft and they decide to pick a quarterback, who do you think they will pick for their quarterback? Well, there's talk of Josh Rosen. Well, there's murmurs of him. Uh, I think it would be Josh Rosen. I think he'd, he's establishing himself as the number one. I don't follow college football particularly. I, I read all the stuff NFL covers on. They do these power rankings of teams and power rankings of quarterbacks, don't they? I think Josh Rosen's the one that's been not cemented, but the one that's been mentioned at number one for the Browns. But there's also moments of him pulling a, you know, oh, no, I'll uh, I'll do my extra year, which is a rarity nowadays, I think, isn't it? These guys tend to come out or get out of college as quick as they can into the NFL. Which, uh-huh. You know, with the money involved, you can't blame them, can you? So, And it is a fairly short career. Anything can happen uh, in the NFL. So, yeah, I think it'd be Josh Rosen if he declares for the draft. But I think if it's, there is murmurs of 
it, you know, with it being the Browns, that he may not. It's oh yeah, mm-hmm. Josh Rosen. Uh, the Browns. You got to say, at least they got Josh Gordon back. That's going to be enticing for a quarterback coming. At least they've got a target to throw to. Mm. Um, there's a few out there. You mentioned Rosen, Sam Darnold. Darnold, yeah. And there's Baker Mayfield, of course, who just won the Heisman. <laughs> that really surprised me. Yeah. He's on a bit of a tear at the moment. Um, he's got some character issues, but I think the biggest issue for Cleveland could well be who's going to coach the team. Well, no, that's true. They've got, they got John Dorsey's taking over as GM. Hugh Jackson's possibly being linked with Cincinnati again. Because mm-hmm. Marvin Lewis is going. So, who's? I mean, he's supposed to be a quarterback guru, but he's done nothing really for two years in Cleveland, has he? So, um, has he? And he's yeah. been at what one in thirty-one over two years. Wow. It's not the sort of record that a coach tends to survive. Yeah. In general, but I mean, Sam Darnold was supposed to be the one appointed as the number one pick, but then there's Lamar Jackson would be the other contender from from the college ranks. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they're going to go rookie or look for a, a sort of veteran free agent to come in and, and do for Cleveland what Josh McCown did for the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I think well they tried they had a little bit of that with our old friend Brian Hoyer didn't they it was a couple of seasons ago that he didn't he performed quite well for them so I don't when know his I mean, offensive coordinator was Kyle Shanahan yep that's true <laughs> that's how we started this whole season saying exactly that <laughs> so Jason Argo asks the question uh, hi Jason. Why hasn't Jimmy G been given a contract yet? Every week he is awesome. It costs us more money. I don't think money's really an issue at this point. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll say it again. I said it before. Do not panic. This is getting done. So don't panic. It's getting done. Uh, perhaps the, re- the reason I would give is possibly not to distract from footballing matters at the minute, possibly. I think as soon as we've played our last game, we're going to see within, I don't know, going to you know within 48 hours within a week we're going to see we're going to see him signed uh he looks happy he want i think he wants to play for us and i mean i don't know about you two but i certainly want him to be our quarterback mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah don't panic although he's costing us more money it's probably still going to be cheaper than the yep. the link to mr cousins yeah mm. what he was going yeah. to cost us um whatever he wants to get paid pay the man <laughs> Well, and John Lynch has already come out and said they're not talking contracts during the season. This is all off-season stuff. They want to concentrate on football and getting through the rest of the season and evaluating the talent that they have so that they know what direction they're going to go in in the future. I think it's the right thing to do. Completely trust him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nathaniel James. Hi, Nathaniel. Having beaten a team with the number one defense, do we believe that we are playoff bound winning the NFC West next season? <laughs> Are we that old? Oh, there's a, a strong possibility. Winning the NFC West, that could be more of an issue. Especially with the Rams. The Rams are looking good. You that last few years, you don't write off Seattle. Um, but we're certainly looking at a winning record next year. I mean, we, we, with Jimmy have played all this year, we'd probably be looking at a winning record this year and on the verge of the playoffs. So I think, yes. 10 and 6, 11 and 5 is doable next year, just on what we've seen from Jimmy alone. So, is that enough to win the West? I don't know. If we're in the playoffs, do we care? Yeah, it's a good point. I think Rob's all right. I think the Rams, um, it's going to, I think, well, 
we I think question was asked well the question was asked earlier this season with the young head coach Carl Shanahan the young head coach Sean McVay at the Rams this has got the potential to be a little bit of a battle for years to come uh, which will be really fun and interesting uh, and also be nice to you know not not really have to consider the Seahawks <laughs> <laughs> not a, not not a big fan. Um, so yeah, I, I I agree with Rob. I don't know if we'll win the division, but uh, the playoffs, yeah, why not? Really, why not? Um, if you'd have asked me six weeks ago, I'd have probably been no, no. But now, totally different. Yeah, I think I think playoff bound is a strong possibility. Of uh, I'm going to be more cautious with my uh, my predictions of how excited I was when the first, the season started. So we'll see. It's exciting times, but yeah, I think the other, uh, thing, the other thing to throw in there is regardless of what happens on the weekend, we're going to be the fourth place team in the NFC West. So we're going to have an easier schedule than some other yeah. competitors for that, for that division next year. So that will, that will be nice. And I hope they come to London, please. Please, please. That'd I'm be, still working on my so passport. <laughs> mm, so good. So the final week of the season is upon us. We are heading down south to Los Angeles to meet the Rams at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. The game t- kickoff is at 1.25 p.m. Pacific, 9.25 Greenwich Mean Time. Um, this has been a long, long rivalry. This rivalry began in 1950. Currently, the 49ers lead the series 68, 65, and three. Three ties. Mm. Um, Yeah. Last year's only two wins of the season came against the Rams. So we know we can take them. (laughs) And we barely lost the previous meeting earlier this year, 39 to 41. Yeah. our offense is currently ranked 12th in the league, and we're going up against 16th-ranked defense. Is that going to be a good matchup? Yeah. Um, we always beat the Rams, don't we? Not always. <laughs> we didn't beat them yeah. earlier this year. Yeah, that's true. It was very close. Uh, it's going to be a totally different game to that game, I think. Um, I don't know. I think with the playoff implications, I think that's going to have a big impact uh, on it, you know, I mean, they are they are in the playoffs, aren't they? Are they in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah, they yes. won the division already, haven't they? That's what I thought. Yeah, so I think that's going to go in our favour. Um, I think they're going to rest. They're going to, you know, rest guys. So I think we can win this. I can't see any reason why our, you know, our current form can't continue. It's going to be a, a lot harder, I think, than any other. Well, I think it's going to be very hard compared to the Jaguars. I mean, but then again, I thought the Jaguars was going to be a really difficult game. Um, so I don't know. It's a bit of a cop-out. I know it's last game of the season. Everything's going so positive. They're going to want to finish on a high. Um, I think we are going to win this. I think it's going to be a closer game. I think it might come down to a field goal uh, again. So, yeah, I think we're going to win this. They're very impressive, aren't they? I mean, you have to say their head coach has done brilliant, you know, and and the quarterback, their quarterback has done, has proved a lot of people wrong, including myself. I really, when they drafted him and did what they did to get him, and then when I was, you know, watched his first season, I thought, this guy hasn't got what it takes, but he's proven me wrong. He's doing very well. Um, So it's going to be a difficult game, really is. The Rams now have the seventh-ranked offense, and they're up against the Niners' 26th-ranked defense. Mm. That's over the whole season, though, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. But we are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. 
but we were underdogs last week and the yep. week before that and the week yep. before that. <laughs> so, yeah, we want yeah, we want to be underdogs. It's two things that I think determine the game for us and that is and I think we will win it. We'll get that out there now, but um I think Reuben Foster's going to have a big game looking after Mr. Gurley. Yep. If they even play Gurley, because most of the offense for the Rams goes through him, both out the backfield, making catches and running the ball. So Reuben's going to have to be in his game. But mm-hmm. we had Fournette last week, so we're used to looking after these running backs at the moment. But Gurley in the in the passing game is going to be a threat. So Foster's going to take him out often and early. And if our offensive line could stop Aaron Donald. If we can, if we can make room for for Jimmy to obviously Jimmy would have that quick release going on as well. But I I think we can win this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if we win it a little bit easier than what people think. So I think the Rams may have one eye on the playoffs already, and I think we take this one by nine points. I, you know, if the Rams rest their starters, I wouldn't be surprised to see the starters come in at some point during the game because I think we're going to run Ramshot over them. I really do. I think Jimmy is going to have control of that offense and just going to be tearing up their defense. Um, the thing that makes me nervous is their defense. That's the only thing that makes me nervous. Aaron, Aaron Donald, though, is so important to them. And like you just said, I think... Then again, you try and stop that man. Uh, you know they can probably try and rest him <laughs> if he wants. To, if he wants to play, he wants. To, if he wants on that field, he's getting on that field. But I think he might also be thinking of the playoffs himself. Um, so yeah, you you might very well be right, Kat. We this could be an absolute fantastic finish for us. But you know, then if we do run right over them, and you know. Jimmy clocks up loads of numbers. People are just going to say, well, you know, the Rams rested half the team. But, right. You know, if we win if we win in the media's eyes, we could still lose, uh, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't care. Yeah, I'll, let's, I want to go out on a high. Things have been going so well. To be honest, even, even if we don't win this last game, I'm just so positive going forward. It's, you know, it's great anyway. So it'll be nice. I don't think I'm going to be able to catch this one live. It's on New Year's Eve, isn't it? Uh, and I and I'm at my parents. Although my parents do have Wi-Fi, and I'm, and I'm sat here looking at my laptop, going, maybe you could come with me. So yeah, so uh, I might. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping to catch it, but uh, yeah, I'm just just so positive anyway. Well, win or lose, we're going in the right direction. I think we have a lot of good things to look forward to. Mm-hmm. I think the off season is going to be a lot of fun. You yeah. know, I, I predict that the three of us will come back together at some point in February to discuss free agency and all the activity around that. Definitely. Um, I think we should probably come back after the draft and discuss the draft. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll start our next season together the way we did last season. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Okay, it's time for the two-minute drill. I have two minutes on my clock. Are you guys ready? Yeah, let's go. Yeah? Yeah? Okay, and we're going. Rob, with one week left, are the Browns really going to go 0-16? They're up against Pittsburgh, so yes. James, can the Vikings win the Super Bowl in their home stadium this season? Yes. Rob, the Eagles did not miss a step since losing their quarterback, Carson Wentz. Are they the real deal this year? Not anymore. I think they will miss a step. So I think Nick Foles is up to it. So 
No, not for not anymore. They would have been, but not anymore. James, which team has been the biggest surprise this season? <laughs> I mm, oh uh, well, the Eagles. I think the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles, the really? Vikings. Okay. Rob, do the Rams have a real chance to go all the way to the Super Bowl? Unfortunately, I don't want to say it, but yes, maybe. Ooh, I don't like that answer. <laughs> James, which team has been the biggest disappointment this season? Uh, the Giants. You'd have to say the Giants, I think. Hmm. Rob, is the window closing for winning a Super Bowl for the Seahawks? Yes. Yes, uh, Phil Thomas <laughs> goes to Dallas, definitely. <laughs> and James, is Eli Manning still a Hall of Fame contender? He has two rings, so you have to say yes, because he has two rings. So, what, uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, and that's all we have. Our final predictions for the last game of the season. James. A win. Definitely a win. Um, yeah, I'm just going to stay out. A win for us. Brad? Yeah, 49ers will win. If we have to, go, if I have to pick a score, I will go 30-21. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oh, nice. I like it. Um, and I think the Niners are going to win. I think they're on too much of a roll. I think Rams are going to sit everybody, so they may score three points, and we'll score, why not, 49. Hey, <laughs> that would be what a way to finish the season. Perfect. I was going to say that um, Martin should call his duck cat. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I forgot about Martin. <laughs> I know. We should have said something. Darn it. Uh, I don't know what. I I didn't really think. I was just going to go with the the obvious one, Jimmy, but nah. I think cats are going. <laughs> Cat the duck. See, <laughs> and I liked DeForest Duckner. <laughs> oh, that's a I good one. I think Nathaniel suggested it. Yeah. DeForest <laughs> Duckner. That's a really good one. And with that, we end our regular season podcast and look forward to the dealings during the offseason. Of course, there's still football to be played as eight teams head to the wildcard game in the following weekend. Um, and there are still three teams that have not secured a playoff spot but are in the hunt. Uh, Chargers, Bills, and Seahawks are in the hunt. Ravens, Titans, and Falcons can lock up this weekend. Anyway, that's our show for today. Thanks to Audionautics.com for the music. Thanks to Mark Lyon, Andrew Mitchell, Deepak Gohill, Paul McDonald, Daryl Nils Hanman, and Graham Ross, all our good friends, for all the work they do on the group and on the show. We couldn't do any of this without them and without your participation in our Facebook group. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Niner Empire GB, and on Facebook, look for our group, the Niner Empire GB. Be sure to check out the Frequency 49 blog available on any podcast site or Podbean. And you can also email us at Frequency49show at gmail.com. Time to say goodbye, boys. Bye. Bye, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. On behalf of Rob Newell and James Little, I am Kat Victorino wishing you all a fantastic New Year. Thanks for listening. Goodbye for now. <laughs>